welcome to the Brisbane Indie Podcast. I'm Imogen. And I'm Summer. And today we are joined with Fraser from the project Fraser Bell. Fraser, how are you going? Yeah, I'm great. Thanks. Um, thanks for having me on the podcast. Thank you for joining us. Um, well, I guess we'll start at the very beginning. Um, how did you discover music and were you always musical? Um, yeah, in a way, actually. <laughs> it's a big, it's a big it's a question. question. Well, as but, a kid, um, I guess. Yeah. yeah I just, give us a little snippet into you so people can get a little bit of background. Well, I've sort of always been surrounded by music, I guess. Like, um, not that I really come from a musical family. Well, I, I sort of do, but not like musically trained mm-hmm. family, like just Same kind of here. fans of music. Mm-hmm. And yeah. My dad is a musician, but um, yeah, so I guess I like... I sort of just was always around it and I always I had a I've had a guitar for like as long as I can remember and mm. harmonica and stuff and yeah I think I discovered music from like from a really lo- really young age but I probably didn't really start playing it properly until I was like maybe 10 or 11 or something <laughs> Still pretty young. But yeah, yeah that's still pretty young. <laughs> I've always sort of had a guitar to like, yeah. Yeah. like hit or strum mm-hmm. or something. Like, it probably didn't sound that good, but no. But it's just making noises, especially yeah. at your, that age. You're like, I'm a rock star. Look at yeah, me go, and then your much. parents are like, yeah. Can you please stop? <laughs> <laughs> this hurts. Yeah. And you're like, mm, It's good. Yeah. So with that, then, so you've kind of always been a bit musical growing up. Um, what point, like, how did you get into? your project like how when did it come a point of you actually going okay I'm actually going to pursue this to the point where I'm gonna actually make it get, get it, go into the industry make a band uh, I don't know it wasn't really like like a light bulb decision mm, um, or happened. anything it sort of pretty much yeah I mean I sort of played in bands in high school and stuff sort of got guitar lessons and like started playing bass a little bit and stuff and then it was when I moved to Brisbane from Lismore in New South Wales and I was actually, I was doing another degree and um, I found myself just kind of like writing music at like every opportunity that I had and um, it was kind of like, that was the moment that I realised like this is something I love doing yeah. Yeah. and like there's no way that I can do anything else. Do, well, I mean I could do something else if I wanted to. <laughs> Um, but you like wanted I to do music. Yeah, yeah. I, like music is like it's my what I'm passionate about, and mm-hmm. and so yeah, it was like when I was studying and I was doing like a lot of essay writing and stuff, and like I liked it and it was really interesting. But then you know, at every opportunity, I just feel like oh, like I want to record. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so it, it, you kind of started off with like guitar and bass in high school, and then yeah. you started writing music. When did singing actually come into it? Singing was pretty late, actually. Um, I mean, probably I might have been 15 or 16 when I like first properly started to sing. Like even now, I feel like it's taken up until now for me yeah. to recognize that I also am a singer. It was kind of a late thing or something that I learned how to do. Yeah, yeah. singing kind of seems intimidating for a lot of people. Like it's yeah. very vulnerable to sing in front of people and to yeah. kind of access that part of yourself. Yeah, it's also just pretty tricky as well, like just physically if you're playing guitar to also sing like it's when you're first learning guitar Mm. so I guess it took a while to like become comfortable on guitar and become comfortable in like a style to Mm, like then add vocals (laughs) yeah one thing at a time (laughs) pretty much yeah Yeah. a lot going on a lot going on yeah well um you've just launched your EP still spinning um I was wondering how the reception to that has been like yeah, it's been it's been pretty good. 
um, it's always a bit scary, like putting um, something as big as an EP out, um, just because because you're not really sure how people are going to react to it yeah. or if people are going to listen to it. Or, but it's been really good, and um, I I think as well, like a lot of the songs on the EP were kind of live tracks that we had in our live set for a while, and we played we played our EP launch um, at Black Bear Lodge on Saturday. And it looks it amazing. Yeah, right? it's, oh, sold, it's sold out. It's sold yeah. out. Yeah, literally One got a ticket. Yeah, literally, yeah. it was out in the valley, and I was like, yeah. actually, I kind of want to go to this. And yeah. then I saw it was sold out, and I was like, oh, oh damn. put it on you though. Yeah. Like, how was that as well? I guess. Oh, it was amazing. I didn't think we've like we've never sold out a show before. So oh, congrats! It was, it yeah, was awesome. that's awesome. That's dope. Yeah. Good lineup too. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, um, I can't remember what I was saying, but. Um, oh yeah, the live. The, so there were a lot of the the songs on the EP were live songs. And like so they it was were recorded. Just, sorry. They were recorded live. No, they weren't. They were more just like songs that we developed as a band through playing live shows. Yeah. Or like oh, we'd cool. So they're like live songs, like the crowd favorites and people that would know. Yeah. And you put it onto the EP. Yeah, and I guess like another weird thing that like our band does is. Like we'll sort of we'll write a song and then we'll just immediately put it into the set. I like, love that though. It's kind of yeah. That's, that's good. That's not like uh, not many people do that, but that's sick. I, I mean, I like my my thoughts behind it is like we, I just always want to be playing fresh off, yeah, and or stuff that's relevant to me. Mm. And so it it's never made sense for me to be like to write a song and then sit on it for like yeah. months, not tell anyone. About I feel like that'd be such like it's a cool experience being like within the crowd as well because it yeah. means that every show is going to be a little bit different. Yeah. Like if you haven't seen like you play in a couple months or whatever, like yeah, the show will be different. It's not the same kind of absolutely. Yeah, that's definitely like what a we want to go surprise. with. Yeah. Um, so with those songs, um, yeah, it was just lovely at the EP launch to like look out into the crowd and like see the people were like finally knowing, knowing them and enjoying them yeah. and like that, well, was, that was a great feeling I guess um having them like having a song so fresh and then performing it live and then going to record it in the EP did you find you kind of got to know the songs more like spending time on them and recording them or yeah was that like a different experience than just playing them live yeah no that was definitely that was definitely different. An interesting thing about when we recorded this EP was it was like the first time that um, Henry, who plays drums in my band, and I had like been in a studio together. And so like prior to this EP, we'd just sort of done like demos and stuff and or done our own like recordings. But we, the producer who was Chris Brownbill, like just really, really pushed us. <laughs> and um, it, was, it was pretty... Intense. intense and but the the end product was something that we we're really proud of and it was like wow like we did that and yeah well with that i think something that's interesting with you is that obviously you have your own project fraser bell but you also are within other projects like big dinner who you know we know of um how like how do you navigate that and do you think it's like important to be in multiple projects or like what's your well, I mean, I guess like everyone's different, but um, being like being a musician or or in, involved with the arts, I think like often um, it's important to have like multiple streams of mm. not necessarily not necessarily income, but like influence and yeah, experience and and stuff. 
And so, like, just with being with Big Dinner, like, kind of is a good way for me to play with another band and, like, kind of understand how a different band works. Yeah. Play a different instrument. Kind True. of not have yeah. the... Um, not have the front person role and kind of, like, sit back a bit and but also contribute to songwriting a bit. And Yeah, it'd be a cool experience, especially because, obviously, for your project, you sing and play guitar front man. Yeah. And then Big Dinner, you bass. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it would be a different experience of being, yeah, that front centre of attention to then not being that front centre of attention yeah. but still being within the band. Being a part yeah, of collective. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's, like, they're just very different experiences for me. <laughs> mm. um, I feel like it'd be a good creativity outlet too of having yeah. those. Yeah, absolutely. It's kind of like having both projects kind of has definitely allowed me to kind of like not like bounce ideas between mm. both mm. projects but like kind Expand. of – Yeah, like I'll, I'll write a song and then I'll play that in my band and then like playing in other projects kind of like I'll just focusing on another instrument and then that will – kind of feedback into mm. my project somehow it all seems to be like very weirdly connected mm. um, <laughs> but no, yeah it's, it's awesome yeah I think it's so awesome and I think it's cool to see people do things in multiple avenues because I know that sometimes it can just feel like you're put into a box yeah and like if you're in one project you sometimes might feel like you might not be able to go into others or you know do that whole thing but I think yeah, it's cool definitely. to be able to do that and it again yeah. like diversifies yourself as well yeah yeah, absolutely. So I guess leading from that is with um yourself, your representative. Rep- I can't say that word. <laughs> You're gonna have to ask that question. You, yeah. So with Fraser Bell, you have representation, or at least you did with your last EP. Yeah. Um, we were wondering, like, is there a big difference in being represented? or not and yeah, like, like what does that entail yeah what are the benefits yeah. of that if you're like an emerging musician thinking about it well we went through um a, rec- a brisbane record label called little love records and for our ep i guess with that with that kind of thing it was more for distribution of mm. the vinyl for our ep but i guess for me like the biggest lesson i learned just not really like is kind of doing my research on yeah. the people that are like wanting to get involved, mm. especially like when you're just starting out and people ex- interest in your project. Like it's just really amazing and exciting. Yeah. And but I think the biggest lesson I learned to l- not trust anyone with my right. music. Yeah. And, especially and when of, it's your own baby as well. It's like yeah. extremely terrifying putting that in someone else's hands or having giving someone else control of that. Definitely. And so I think, yeah, like. Though it can be really exciting, especially when you're starting out, yeah, you still need yeah. to do your research, yeah, um, because well, because yeah, I, I, I feel like the right person is out there to like manage or be part of your mm. project, but like if you go with the wrong people, or the wrong person, or the wrong company, like it might it not can be just true kind of, to your music too. Yeah, yeah. It might push you in a different um, artistic way or. And a lamp oh, can yeah. have different levels of control over your music as well, can't they? Yeah. It might not necessarily just be like distribution or management. They might even have some sway over the stuff you end up making. Yeah, so like I guess, aesthetics. Yeah. So. yeah, so I guess you have to be wary of that. Yeah, well. for sure, for sure, yeah. Well, I guess that kind of ties into our next question of, is there anything you wish you'd known before entering the music scene as like an emerging musician? Uh huh. Yeah, I guess, I guess there's probably plenty of things. Yeah. Um, I guess maybe a big thing. I wasn't like just being prepared to um to spend 
like or put a lot of energy like into the project mm-hmm. i mean it's kind of like you kind of have to do that yeah um and, and money as well money's oh, a big yeah. thing with with music with music yeah it's um, not just being paid is it it's actually yeah. spending money to make money yeah. yeah producing or like you said before like merch like vinyls and stuff yeah. like that it costs money absolutely i mean you can sort of do things for f- like without sort of putting much money into mm. it like but you have I, to be prepared about it. Like yeah. You can't yeah. just expect to go in and it just be all like rainbows and daisies. Like there is a, it's a lot big of, logistical yeah. thing behind it. Yeah. It's kind of like a lot of hard work. And I guess like the way I see it is like, I like, I never want to be in any debt or. Yeah, of course. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I just sort of like, I always budget for like releases and stuff. And um, I mean, and it can be quite tempting to like, to spend more and like mm-hmm. getting stuff mastered by different people or spend more on production and stuff. But I think like a lot of artists need to realize like you should really only spend what you have. Yeah. Yeah. And not, <laughs> not try and overspend on those things. I guess what I was going to ask though is obviously I feel like a lot of emerging bands, they manage themselves, right? Yeah. Do you have any tips on, because obviously you manage yourself yeah. on tips of that? I, I guess, like, if you're managing your own project, there's kind of, like, two or three, like, things that I do uh, and sort of have done, (laughs) I guess. Um, But one of them is to, like, find your people and crew, like, within the music industry. Like, there's – it's kind of really hard to make it in the, like, local or Australian music scene by, like, just playing music in your bedroom. Like, you really need to get out there. And, and network, network. Work with mm. other bands that you like or, or friends and then mm-hmm. put on a bill with those people. And as, as well as that, like not being af- afraid to to work with people that you haven't worked with before. So mm, I think that's true. like a, that's a big thing as well. Like it's really exciting as like someone buying a ticket to your gig if there's like, if it's a really diverse lineup or. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, it's intimidating <laughs> though. Put it out there. Like, yeah. no, like messaging people or trying to get in contact with people that you don't necessarily like associate with or know. Yeah. But nine times out of ten, I feel like everyone's for it, hey. Like, uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's just yeah. that's I think something that we're really lucky within at least the Brisbane scene is everyone is so supportive. Yeah. Like everyone is just like froths music so much that if, yeah, if we can get behind anyone, we will. Yeah. Um, I, I, guess a, I guess another thing as well would be um and this kind of goes back to the the question about like what i didn't know before i went into the music industry was like how important it is to have like a good sounding live set Mm, Um, true that's true (laughs) i I know that kind of like sounds like it's not that important or really simple but yeah it's not as easy as just going up there and performing yeah yeah i think it's like like if you have a band like you should definitely just be like pushing to get better at playing and, mm, yeah. and at music because like people are so people are so judgmental yeah and, and audience members and like if they totally. see if, you, if they see you play and you play like one bad song like they might you know lose interest in you or and that's it you never know who's <laughs> going to be at the, your gig as well yeah, yeah. Like, brisbane yeah. is a small town so yeah that's it, so it thing. is you don't yeah. know who's be in the crowd so yeah live performing yeah. is probably really important for making sure it's yeah good. and that's like that's something that i kind of like didn't really realize up until like early this year then mm. i was like right like every gig has to be like <laughs> be good. the Amazing. best gig yeah. we've done yeah. 
That's such um, a good but we've had that attitude have. since, and it's. I feel like we've had like a much better response. hundred oh, percent. Like I feel like yeah. your sets, especially, they're kind of known to be really good live. Like every oh, people, yeah, Thanks. no, like yeah. every time I've seen you play or other people, and we've talked about like a Fraser gig, it has always been like you're just so tight in like your setup and the sound yeah. and yeah. yeah it doesn't go unnoticed even no. um I guess I kind of sympathize with musicians talking about um playing on stage and being viewed by other people because a lot of the time there's going to be a lot of other musicians in the audience who mm-hmm. are probably yeah. way more tuned in to say if you make a mistake or you know something sounds off than someone like me who isn't a musician so for sure I yeah. empathize with you but you're totally right um in saying that your performance, you know, it can be a lot of people's first impression of you. So it really matters. Yeah. 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 And I feel like as well, like you can sort of like, you can recover if you do like the, the, the business side of music poorly, mm-hmm. like you can always just try a new strategy, but like it's at kind of, of it's hard to recover if you, if your yeah. life set isn't yeah. like. Cause at the end of the day, it's the music. Yeah. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's, the yeah. Product. It's, yeah, that's what you're absolutely. technically selling. So yeah. if you do like a bit of a bad Instagram post here and there, that's fine. Yeah. But like your live set. Yeah. 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 Or even like, yeah, your EP or your sound. Yeah. yeah. Like live set and recording. Yeah. Is yeah. Well, well, really important. Especially if you're like an, an emerging musician and you don't have many songs out, it you know live sets really matter then because that's the main avenue for people to see your work. Yeah, hear your yeah, work. definitely, yeah. definitely, yeah. So with that, I was wondering, do you have any like standout experiences, favorite um, experiences or memories of yeah being in the industry or your project? Performances. Um, yeah, we we supported um, floodlights and quivers. Yeah. Earlier this year, I think you were there. Yeah, I, I yeah. Was, that was the first year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was that was such a good set. It was at um Felon's Barrel. Yeah, Hall. yeah, that was probably like one of the most special sets we've played. Um, well, actually, you know, we haven't talked about COVID. Yeah. How right. has COVID impacted you as a musician? Because obviously everyone knows, you know, you can't perform, couldn't do too much. Couldn't perform. So yeah. it was hard to- did you learn anything from it? Like how'd you adapt? Or like even now gigs, for example, like now they're pretty much back to normal versus what they were six months ago. Yeah. So yeah, how what's COVID been like for you? Well, it's been it's been up and down and, and good and bad. And I think yeah. like that experience is quite um universal across across like yep. the music industry and the workers mm-hmm. and stuff but you think it's pushed you to do more recording obviously, yeah because you can't yeah more songwriting you think like that's how like has it impacted your ep yeah definitely um i guess like before covid i like i didn't really i didn't even know like a pedal board or anything and then like I, it kind of just made me get more serious yeah. about it yeah. actually um just because i had more time to develop the live set and like, yeah write songs and stuff and I guess like a lot of the songs from the from the new EP were kind of written in a COVID environment mm. where there was like a lot of kind of uncertainty and like yeah hopelessness and <laughs> yeah um poor music industry yeah. it's fine so it's a very it's a very personal EP kind of probably like more like our darker mm. songs are on that. Mm. I was yeah. I was gonna <laughs> ask if you yeah. had any like underlying themes that kept popping up in the different songs, and I guess maybe COVID might have influenced that. I think it did. Yeah, like kind of. I mean, like not directly in the lyrics, but 
sort of in my mindset around yeah. the time mm-hmm. when I'm the writing time. the EP. And I guess it was kind of also influenced by like, like when the bushfires were happening in True. New South Wales. And um, I don't think that like really, there's not a direct, you know, influence yeah. or yeah. link, yeah. but it was like definitely, yeah, that when writing this EP, there was like this kind of mindset of like wanting to do something, but I couldn't kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And yeah. So I feel like that's kind of the thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, I, I feel like a lot of musicians could probably relate to that because obviously if you can't jam with your bandmates, mm. you're going to be more, you have more time to write and I think everyone will agree that there was more time for introspection yeah. <laughs> and thinking about self and I'm not surprised that that tone kind of influenced um, a little, you know, parts of your EP. Yeah. yeah. Even yeah. if it wasn't, if, if it was subliminal, it wasn't obvious. Yeah, yeah. It was just, it was just a really key couple of years for the industry. There were so many times where it was like, like, yeah, just so what hard I to do. even rehearse mm-hmm. or like, yeah, totally. Like, yeah, know. the arts industry. <laughs> we need some loving, you know. Yeah. We all need a big group hug and a lot Absolutely. of funding. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. I I almost feel like. I mean, you know, yes, COVID was really bad, but now I feel like people are, ever since like the last major lockdown, people have been feeling really positive and like ready to collaborate with each other and super keen. Everyone's so down to support each other. That's something I think I've seen a massive like cultural shift is like, I feel like a lot of people now are also like, you know, artists are going into music and musicians are going into like trying to support art as well. Cause it's just, we're on the same boat. Yeah. And it's just been so tough. So I think it's really cool now to see the culture of just like everyone is just so supportive of each other and like buying gig tickets, buying merch, buying Even when there were limited capacities and it was seated, people were still keen to go and Mm -hmm. fill out those venues because we were just like so culture starved. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess with that one is what can we see next from you? Do you have anything upcoming? Like what, what's on the cards? I'm not too sure. You've just released a huge EP. So yeah. 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 Like, I've seen a nap, hey. Like I've seen a, <laughs> just sit Rest down for a second. Yeah. Well, yeah. I hope you take the time to in 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 would relish in the glow of the new EP oh, being yes, out, and you. um, you know, I get some time to relax because I'm sure that would have been pretty hectic, all the recording, getting it ready and stuff. Yeah, yeah, it was really, in- especially the last like few months, like getting the vinyl and getting everything just yeah. like ready for release day. It was. And like doing uni as well oh, on top of everything and it was yeah. intense and oh, just being so a human and enjoying a bit of rest <laughs> yep. at the moment yeah, yeah. yeah. i think so <laughs> yeah. yeah well thanks for joining us today yeah thank you thank so you. much and everyone should listen to still spinning on spotify by fraser bell <laughs> by fraser bell <laughs>